0: More than one in six people regularly work shifts outside of the normal Monday to Friday work week. In today's episode, we wanna look at some of the unique challenges that shift work can bring to marriage and not only the challenges, but how you can work together as a couple to make the most of life even when it's hard to see each other due to one or both of you being involved in shift work.
1: The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is designed to help busy couples like yourselves move away from conflict and unhappiness to build a marriage you'll love today and treasure for a lifetime. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Learn how you can help save marriages, prevent divorces, and keep families intact by going to oyf.support. Once again, that website is oyf.support. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Valinda Simone Gundel from Only You Forever.
0: Welcome to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you're looking for. We have a very useful episode for shift workers this week. This is episode number 225, and today we're going to be talking about how shift work impacts marriages.
2: Hey there, before we get started, if you missed last week's episode, we went over what the best thing to do after a fight is. That's worth going back and checking out. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any upcoming shows from us.
0: If you're struggling with your marriage, we offer sound, research-based advice, and most of all, we offer hope. So let's get into the topic of shift work.
2: Well, as you mentioned in the opening, there's about 17% of workers that regularly work in shifts outside like a regular work week schedule. Okay. And lots of folks have learned to make this kind of work, work? Work out, I mean. Got it. Yes. And we know a number of friends and family members ourselves that have been longtime shift workers and they've had successful marriages over the long term. But it, it does definitely present some challenges and it can lead to increased conflict. So we want to make sure we get you the help you need to navigate this part of your marriage. Mm -hmm. If you're listening today, let's begin, Verlanda, by looking at some of the problem areas associated with shift work and marriage. Okay. So it can create a unique sort of form of work-family conflict where the roles and responsibilities of your job and your marriage start to negatively impact each other. Now, we talked about how career and marriage can negatively impact one another in episode 175. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we go through this, there is this whole element that it's not like shift work. People have all this stuff, especially for their marriage, that's going to go south or sideways on them. Mm-hmm. But really, like any marriage where people aren't retired, work can become an issue. Yeah. But there's just some particular nuances with shift work. Okay. One, uh, one study in from 2003 identified three main ways that it can affect marriage. The first they called competition. And that's where the two roles of career and family life are competing for your time and energy, so you have to sacrifice something, parts of one, in order for the other to function well. So Mm -hmm. you're sacrificing family or else you're sacrificing career. Okay. And in shift work, it normally means the family life has to suffer so that you can continue to function at work. Mm -hmm. Shift work, obviously, is going to typically disrupt your normal sleep patterns, which makes it harder to spend time with your spouse and family. And then poor sleep can also harm your mood and your energy levels, your physical health even, which can reduce the quality of the time that you do get to spend together.
0: Right. Okay. That makes sense.
2: Nothing shocking there. The second impact area they called spillover. And this happens when low mood or fatigue or other negative effects spill over from work to home or from home to work. And in shift work, this often happens when tiredness and low mood from the job are brought home, leading to negative interactions with your spouse at home, right? So it's just Mm, kind of tough, right? Because- You're extra worn out because of the shift work.
0: It's not actually anything in your marriage. Or between you. That's causing that negative.
2: It's just spillover, right? But if it spills over into home and then home gets rough, that can spill over back into work, which is more Mm. stressful, less enjoyable, which can spill over into home. So this spillover thing can be a bit of a cycle. Yep. And then there's the third area they called compensation. And that's where you invest more in one of your roles to compensate for the fact that the other role isn't going well. Oh. Typically towards work. So for example, people whose marriages are not going well, they may invest more into their work and derive their happiness and satisfaction from their career primarily. Hmm. Now, a study in 2004 suggests that people in distressed marriages sometimes seek out shift work in order to avoid facing their spouses and in order to avoid dealing with their marital problems.
0: Interesting.
2: And that, of course, is going to work you are going to avoid dealing with your marital problems and mm-hmm. that will exacerbate your marital problems.
0: Oh. So it doesn't really work. Like no. it works in the short term. Correct. Okay.
2: Now what's good to know is that these impacts do not have to happen. They're not inevitable, but they are some of the common challenges that shift work does present to marriage and any or all of them can happen even at the same time. Mm. Okay. What is interesting to note is that the overall impact on marriage depends very much on what your shift pattern is. So shift work in the research can mean anything from occasionally working weekends to consistently working nights or anything in between. Okay. And generally, the studies show that articulate the point that all forms of shift work can have negative impact, can have, not must have or will have, but can have negative impact on areas of marriage. And so those are things that's going to impact things like overall happiness and positive interactions, levels of conflict, even sexual satisfaction. But what they found is that different kinds of shift work were found to have different levels of impact. Okay. Now, from least impactful, generally speaking, to most impactful, they ordered this list. So least impactful, weekend work. Okay. Next, a little bit more impact, fast rotating shifts. For example, three days, nights, followed by three days of daytime work, maybe followed by some time off. The next most impactful, slow rotating shifts. So that would be one or two weeks, working nights, followed by one or two weeks of working days. Mm. And then the most impactful, long-term night shifts.
0: I would have. Ordered those differently.
2: Yeah, yeah. Huh. So this is just what they observed, right? So the faster rotating shifts make it easier for couples to get into a rhythm and still see each other fairly regularly on a week-by-week basis. Whereas the longer rotating shifts and the night shifts make regular time together much harder.
0: I think that's totally backwards. I mean, I have to go by the research. I get that, but...
2: It's more... I think you get more of the consistent passing shifts thing rather than, uh, you know, if you only worked weekends, you would still have all your evenings.
0: Well, I get the weekends part. But like if you work three nights, then three days, you'd think like your whole week is so shot.
2: From your sleep disruption? Yeah. Yeah. It could be... People usually have a little bit of time off though, but keep in mind... Like it's usually three, three, three or three, three, four or something like that. So out of like a two-week period, you only have three where your days where you're missing each other
0: okay, because of okay. the
2: the night shifts, right? You have three days that are fairly normal, even if you're tired, and then you have extra time of rest together. Mm. So I, I think that's how this plays out. Okay. And these the shorter shift patterns, you notice they're also less disruptive to the body's sleep rhythms. Now. On that note, if you're a shift worker, I hope you have acquainted yourself or you can take time to acquaint yourself with shift work sleep disorder. If you just Google that to begin with, you'll find good resources to help accommodate the challenges to sleep that this kind of work brings. And indeed, on that note, our bonus guide this week goes into the research to look at how you can best help your body get into the swing of shift work and adjust your sleep cycle in the most efficient manner possible because this affects your your relationship Mm -hmm. quality. Right, Mm -hmm. It's going to come back to that. Okay. And you can get this additional information by becoming a patron of the marriage podcast for smart people for the price of just a couple coffees a month. We'll take a short break to tell you more about that.
1: What happens when the fairy tale marriage meets reality? Too often high expectations lead to disappointment, communication breaks down, and the struggles of day-to-day life become overwhelming, leaving you feeling lost and without hope. Unfortunately, marriage does not come with an instruction manual. Marriage troubles are deeply personal and can take a toll on you, your spouse, and your family. Counseling can be expensive and divorce is very costly. It doesn't have to be this way. Caleb and Valinda understand your pain and frustration. Their mission is to help save as many marriages as possible. And to date, thousands of couples are helped through their weekly podcast. But the most important marriage they want to help save is yours. With a minimum of a $10 investment a month, you gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Learn more about saving marriages and how you can help at OYF.support. That's OYF.support.
2: You're listening to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. Before the break, we were talking about how one's shift pattern affects marriage. And then before we look at how to protect your marriage when both of you are working shifts, let's also just take a moment to talk about how shift work has varying impacts on the different stages of life. Okay. Research shows that there are certain stages of life where shift work has different effects on marital quality. So there's a difference between later life and being a newlywed. So shift work can have a big impact on marital quality and stability for newlyweds. But the longer couples have been married, the less impact it tends to have. Okay. If couples have been married a long time, then they probably know how to support each other and face challenges together so they can adjust to shift work fairly easily. Okay. So this is, I think it's kind of noticing two things. One is, you know, if your marriage has been going well, you have more skills to adjust to a major change like this, if it does come later in life. Yeah. Or if you've been working shift work all your life and you've figured out how to create a happy marriage, you've figured out how to create a happy marriage. I think it's also making that observation too.
0: Oh, right? okay. Whereas, okay. It,
2: you know, at the start of your marriage, it can be harder to sort and figure this out, right? Because it, it would be easy to base your assumptions and dreams of what your marriage was going to look like around you both having nine to five jobs mm-hmm. or something similar.
0: Okay, okay. You have more ideals at that point in life.
2: You do, and less skills to sort out what happens yeah. <laughs> when they don't get met. <laughs> yeah. Now and then, the child raising stage. So, shift work can have a very negative impact on marital quality if you're raising young children. And they found this to be especially true if it's the wife who is working shifts as she's normally the one who does the majority of the child care. Huh. So mother's shift work can also have negative impacts on a child's well-being and behavior. So shift work when you have young preteen children is likely to have a larger impact on your family. And we're not saying this to shame anyone, but the thing is that when you know that you're going to have these additional challenges, it just becomes even more important to be strategic about compensating for mm-hmm. them and mm-hmm. figuring out how to face them as a couple, like doing your best with it, right? Yep. Just kind of addressing those realities. And then as far as kind of generally speaking, like protecting your marriage or uh, buffering it against the impact of shift work, it really turns out once more that communication is the key. So communication style, this was a study in 2013, very interesting. They found that communication style fully mediates the link between marital satisfaction and work-family conflict caused by shift work.
0: Communication mediates like everything, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It just... It's just saying that if couples learn to communicate properly, then shift work can have no negative effect on marriage. Wow. Yeah. Which is great news, right? Yeah. So so if the challenge of shift work forces you guys to learn how to become great communicators, then that's a challenge worth having.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's
2: not a bad thing, right? So that's a nice way to reframe this and look at it in a positive light if this is the situation you find yourselves in. The most important thing is speaking to each other in a way that's constructive as you go through this, rather than destructive. Mm -hmm. So this involves proactive choices that are important in any marriage, such as things like self-disclosure, just sharing what's going on, Mm -hmm. warmth, and positive conflict resolution. Now, for couples dealing with shift work, the study from 2013 also noted some additional factors that they found to be helpful. The first was the frequency of their problem-solving communication. Couples in this situation need to especially be deliberate about finding ways to talk about normal day-to-day issues regularly. Mm-hmm. So even if you can't have longer conversations every day due to the shifts, just checking in at some point daily or even checking in or talking via phone or via text message is still important. We prefer phone. We prefer in person, number mm-hmm. one. Yep. So I put texting at the bottom of the list, but texting is still better than nothing. And so the question becomes, how can you guys carve out some space for those daily conversations just to make sure they're happening? Because this becomes extra important here, right? Yep. The second thing they noted is the importance of empathy and understanding. Couples can or should try to show that they understand and empathize with the difficulties their spouse is experiencing as either the shift working spouse or the non-shift working spouse. So both have challenges that are unique to their position, but understanding and showing compassion in that context will go a long way towards easing the additional challenges of shift work. So that's one. And then related to that is the idea of support, learning to support one another then with those challenges, helping one another to adjust to shift work or to you being a shift worker and just being ready to do your best to make the situation work. Mm-hmm. This is pulling together. It's kind of the idea of generosity. What can we put in? How can we do our best at this, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of going back to your empathy and understanding what, Yeah. Like we were just talking on the marriage cruise Yeah, about like listening to understand yes, and not trying to solve the problem. And I mean, that would go so far here too.
2: Yes, for sure. Like
0: if the person at home has had a hard day with the kids, like rather than throwing all sorts of solutions,
2: just, just understanding, offering some compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they've had to do it on their own or whatever. Right.
0: Yeah. And just that acknowledgement. Yes. Huh.
2: And then the fourth thing they notice what uh, we call maintenance behaviors. Maintenance behaviors are the actions that spouses take to maintain the strength of the relationship, and to invest in each other. So these are important in any marriage, but they may look slightly different in shift marriages. So for example, a spouse could leave a note or a gift around the house if you don't see each other, often enough to give it to them in person.
0: Oh, so it's, kind okay. of,
2: it's figuring out how to do the same things in different ways. Mm-hmm. Sending loving texts during the day or making time for date nights or maybe becomes date mornings
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the
2: time that you do have together. So it really is just that sense of being adaptive, being creative in finding the ways to do things that all couples need to do, but that fits your particular set of shift working circumstances.
0: What works for you.
2: Yes. So it's adapting that to create your own thriving, passionate marriage, even with the added challenge of shift work. Hmm. Yep. So while there's some real challenges that are unique to this, we hope it's given you a lot of hope. You know, shift work can be a challenge, but with the right spirit and the right tools, you should do just fine as a couple. Yeah, really is a very feasible thing.
0: It's not like if you have to do shift work that your marriage is
2: pooched. No, and you know what? Everybody has to adapt to something.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Um. So this is, you know, this if this is your guys's challenge, just it's learning how to do that together. That's good. All right, let's wrap it up.
0: Okay. Thank you to Deborah and Matt and Jay Lap for becoming patrons between this recording and our previous one. We appreciate your support so much. And Caleb, next week
2: we're talking about what to. Uh, what to do when your spouse has let him or herself go and you're not attracted. Oh. But the answer might surprise you.
0: Yeah, I'm very curious what it's going to say. But that is all for today's episode. You can get the full show notes at OYF.link slash 225. Find out how you can help. Go to OYF.support.
1: Thanks, and we'll see you next week. The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is totally funded by listeners who support Caleb and Valinda in their mission to save marriages. If you would like to be part of this worthy cause, open your web browser to OYF.support. A minimum investment of $10 per month will help restore hope to married couples. Plus, as a patron, you'll gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Go to the website OYF.support now for more information. Thanks for listening to the marriage podcast for smart people from only you forever.